Happens now. Capital 263. Have you ever walked into an exam unprepared? Yeah. This is exactly what we're about to do. Have you ever walked into an exam unprepared? Yeah. Because we're about to do it again right now. This is like the second time you said that. You know that, right? Yeah, but my point is... Now I was a little bit more prepared. You know, so like, like before the exam, you're like, saka, saka, saka. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. What up, what up? How you doing? <laughs> Welcome to Nana and the other guys and figuring out life in 30 or so minutes. Today, we've got hustle and grow, baby. I don't understand why you're being so loud. I don't know. I'm talking like a person on radio. You know, people. So, you're going to I heard that. How would you say that in English? Today, what we're about to do is very disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you. Slime. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Welcome Stop. to Nine Nine, the other guys, guys. Um, <laughs> what up, Nyasha? It's just the two of us, and of course, we've got our hustle and show. Hey, hustle and grow guest. Um, yes. Tandi Muringa. She's an amazing girl who I met in skies. Uh, I, we had to arrange a shout out to Chris Charamba for the plug. And we took pictures, which I'm going to post in the group. She is a four-man model and she's doing really amazing stuff that you're going to hear about in the show. Why am I talking so fast? I do not know. But I don't even like auctioning stuff. So, hey. Because you had... Did you have sugar before the show? No, I didn't have sugar before the show. I wish I had sugar before the show. Hey, sugar, baby. How you doing? Um, Black sheep. Oh. What was I talking about? That's so cute. Of course, man. I don't got one sugar. I need a human. Oh, yeah. yeah. You stay single and you're single vibes. Single vibes. What's wrong with being single? Don't worry. Every time we talk about a girl being single, Nana and the other guys, she gets paid up. Okay, Some so... Some of them actually get married. Hey. Hey. So there's hope. Hey. There's plenty of hope. We're going to auction you. So, um, uh, Nyasha, 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 Timbers are going for $1, one dollar, one dollar. Yeah, you're going for a stripper pl- price right now. One dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. All right, dollar for two, right? <laughs> two words. I come on, we can split you in half, girl. Two words. Um, no. Who's the special? Yeah, you got a big heart. That's true. Yeah, That's see, true. it's not enough for one man. Well, there'll I'll be le- kids eventually, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come on, man. Imagine you as a mama. That'd be cool. I'm. I think I'd be an awesome mom. Yeah, that's what all girls say when they're single. <laughs> it's fine. Let's go on with the show. Let's go on. Yeah, so here we go. Hustle and Tandy Muringa in a building. I hate you. I know. I actually hate you. I know. All right. Um. So today I am with. I wrote a list down last night. Last night I slept around. Uh. I think twelve. Turn around research on. Because I had been researching for a while. So let me do my introduction properly. Right. Uh. In twenty twelve, national director of Miss Earth Zimbabwe. 2011, 2012? 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. Self-prefer is Queen of Skies. I thought it was Queen of the Skies. Queen of Skies. Like, I, I think Queen of the Skies is so much better because you travel a lot on a plane. I know, um, but that's a, a double entendre. There you go. And Miss Zim USA, Miss Earth Zimbabwe, she's got a nickname which I think you hate only because Shana people say it wrong. Baby. <laughs> I say if it's... Probably people from Sky, though, and they call you baby. Uh-huh. You totally hate that, right? And she's not posting snaps with her adorable niece, Zizi, right? Yeah. She's doing DOI where you can catch her talking to a whole lot of business. Um, not marriage proposal. On a show called The Engagement. Every <laughs> Thursday on Sky's Metro from 7.30 to 8.59. Standing at 1.72 meters. I did my research. No, I'm not 1.72. It's, it's very one, incorrect. It's 1.7? I'm 1.7. Oh. Okay, that doesn't make it any cooler for us guys. We are short. Relax, right? <laughs> Tanting Ringa. Welcome to Nine and the other guys. 
Thank you. How are you? I'm a great man. Um, first of all, I gotta say, you work pretty far from the floor. I ran nine steps up, nine floors, and I'm tired. Because it's really high. Do you get to that like every day? I probably do it four or five times a day. You've got strong legs, like strong thighs. Strong I mean, I, I don't think you'll see anyone who's overweight in this office. No. Everyone's very fit. We don't even have gym memberships. Like it just, it kind of works itself out. What happened to your elevators? You know, those elevators haven't worked since we moved in. And um, there's been a lot of promises of them being fixed mm. and, and all this other stuff. But I'm pretty sure by the end of uh, February, they'll be good to Typical. go. Yeah. That's what they always say. This is the people promise. So... Today's the 11th of January 2018. Where is Tandy's mind at in terms of, like, in your, in your space? Like, where are you right now? And I'm thinking of um, a, a lot of um, stuff, mm. basically. Um, there's a major shift in my life that's coming up very soon, which I'm very excited about. Mm. Uh, I'll share later on. Mm. Um, but I guess mostly because of the previous year that I spent in radio. I mm. mean, like, I, I basically was a virgin to uh, the media space um, prior to last year. And just the experiences of coming into Sky's Metro in more of an admin role and then getting the opportunity to be on radio changed my perspective on a lot of things. So um, I've hinted before, and I said this last year, that this would be the year that I'll be venturing into more than just radio, but also looking at getting into um, television. And mm. so that's really come together. Oh, okay, um, okay. So I'm excited. So it'll be launching um, quite soon. And it's, so it's really what my main focus has, has, has been. So, so one would think that, like, you know, I know you hate being called a beauty queen, right? Like, and I don't like calling anyone a beauty queen. I don't know. There's something very fake about it. Right. Even if the person is beautiful, right? Which you absolutely are. But I, I kind of feel like it's such a, it's, I don't know, it's such a, it's, a, it's got a lot of pressure on it. First of all, and I, I doubt it has pressure. I just think it's a, it's oh, a it's an for old you, school. obviously. <laughs> it's an old school term that was never really refined, and for me, it gives a connotation that you only exist to be beautiful, and that your only value that you bring to a society or a space is beauty. Yeah. Whereas, um, if we appreciate that um, young women who enter pageants pageantry yes there's the the pomp and fair and i I say this all the time um you know the the public sees two hours of young women parading themselves on a stage Mm. whereas i see a year of preparation a year of discipline a year of putting yourself out there in a way that says that i want to be an ambassador Mm. for something that's more than just um but um, a cause. So the the the, the main um, focus of of major pageants in the world, like when you look at Miss World, or even when you look at Miss Earth, that mm. um, I was a part of, it's not so much about are you the most beautiful girl, but it's about what project have you been doing for the environment? Or with um, Miss World, they have beauty for a purpose. So mm. you, you, you will find that most of those girls have spent a year working with the community, working with orphans, working in, in whatever space that they choose to, to, to work in. But because the commercial value of a pageant is the parading of young Because it's like a television show. Exactly. Yeah. So that, 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 that's been the, the, the focus of it. So beauty queen, yeah. not so much. But um, I, I think that um, perhaps maybe 
advocate would be a good word. Oh, yeah. Or, oh it's an advocate in general. Yeah, yeah an advocate in general, because you, you choose what you want to advocate for. You can even use that 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 opportunity to advocate for, for young women. Mm. You know, um, there's been this Me Too campaign that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been going on for a very long time. And who better to speak to that than a, a young woman who may have been a victim of it? You know, you're a beautiful young woman. Every time you walk into an office or into a space, mm. there's an assumption from people that encounter you that they can get something from you because of how you look and in, in return for a favor or, or, or whatever the case is. Just on that, because I wanted to get into Twitter real quick. I've always had this question that, okay, so I always say, as you see, beauty is, um, I feel like it's a, it's a gift from God, just like singing is, and you can use it for good, whichever sector, whichever field you're in. What really happens with girls who know they're beautiful? And I know this sounds really like a lot, a lot of blame, like victim blaming and stuff, but sometimes I try to wrap my head around this. Like you'll find out like maybe in college, it's girls who get jobs quicker, mm-hmm. right? Like this, in as much as we want more girls to be employed, it's, there's a certain bias towards women in general because a lot of guys want to abuse that bias, right? And some women know that. So what, say, what do we then say about women who actually use that intentionally to get their way? I know the patriarchal society we live in would then say, listen, it's really about power, mm-hmm. but like what can where are you on that? Because I know there's definitely people who, who you know like, no, she really did just swing it to like... Just because well, of you know, you know let, let, let's, let's, let's go back in, in time. Yeah. Um, you're, you're in preschool. Mm. The, the cute little girl's going to be the angel or Mary, mm. right? Just, just by natural selection. Mm. At this point, you're a child. You don't even know that you're being favored because you're cuter or you look a certain way. But, mm. you know, the preschool teacher is picking out the little kids that she wants to play certain roles in the play. And this is a woman doing that. Yeah. You're picking out a woman. It's picking. a woman. Yeah. It's a woman. And you know what? That little pretty girl, she's going to be the angel mm. in, in, in the school play or she's going to be Mary or the princess or, 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 or the fairy. So you're taking a child and you're really placing, you're imposing this idea of because of the way you look, Life is going to be easier for you. And then it continues and it progresses. So mm. whether it's in school, um, it's a matter of, I don't know if it's human nature or it's, it's, it's the way society has been shaped. Because I don't want to say it's a Zimbabwean thing or an African thing. happens the, the, the world over. But we are inclined to naturally like um, beautiful looking people. And that's why at times I find that the less beautiful people, without being um, politically incorrect, have nicer characters because they have to work harder to be liked. Like, at first instance, when I look at you, I may just naturally not like you, but Mm. when I start speaking to you, I realize, wow, you're such a nice person. So then I like you based on your character and not based on what you look like. Whereas there becomes a group of people who seem to start to get away with things because of the way they look. And the older you get, if you, if you don't have discipline or if you don't check yourself, it can be very easy to assume for as long as I remain looking the way I do, or if I improve on these looks, I can have whatever I like. And if it's something that's natural, it's something that you can add on to, mm. then it's so easy to use that to your advantage. Look, we're human. It's, it's, it, it will be a fallacy to to pretend that morality takes precedence over selfish um, mm. um, intentions. Yep. So it's 
it's the easier route. Every person wants the easier thing. The reason why we have washing machines is because we don't want to labor with it's washing. It's easy we, way out, yeah. yeah. The microwave, everything like that. And because we are of a generation of make it simpler, and this is not a blanket uh, definition of every beautiful woman that's walking the street, but there is some women who have recognized that because of the way they look, they can have certain things. And initially, it may seem like you have nothing to lose because it's not per se that Every time it's an exchange for something. Mm. It's just, okay, if I smile and bat, and bat my eyelids, mm. I might get what I want. And it starts off that way, but the, the line keeps being um, blurred, blurred and pushed until, and it, gets to until it, it gets to a point of compromising yourself. And I, I've always thought that the minute you compromise yourself in one situation, you can, you're going to lose. It's a slippery slope. Exactly. Oh. So you've gone that way. That's really messed up. All right, let's take a break from Tandy for a second. Let's get back to the Noog Nation. And Onai, you want to talk about Maya. Maya. So Maya, I think the artist, said that uh, Maya struggles dating non-vegans. And one of the things she said is that I smelt death on his breath. I'm hoping that I'm going to put the clip over here. Today's going to be such a dodgy podcast. So one of the listeners, I might just put the recording over here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I've put it, but then here. Right. <laughs> one of the one of the one of the podcasters here asked this question. He said, This got me thinking whether I'd make a drastic lifestyle change just to be with the new flame. Listen. <sighs> this is why I don't like long distance things because one of you is eventually gonna have to change. What is long distance? Oh, you're saying long distance is an example of something. Yes, it's an you example just have to of pick on long to distance. Change. Listen, it's mm. one. Of, it's the most extreme thing. It's just like with with vegeta- It's a, it's a serious life change. Because think about it, we live in a country that's very big on meat. Mm-hmm. We are very, 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 very big on meat. Mm-hmm. And then now, because I'm with someone, I'm gonna have to sort of change to accommodate them. And guys, mm, hey, Azim is a pretty difficult place to be vegan. Trust me. Actually, contrary to popular belief, going out, yes, but. For personal cooking, not mm. so much. Salzanema veggie every day. Come on. No, not much. Ma- you don't then do salzanema veggie. Then you do like, you could do like a vegan stroganoff. You could do like salads, hummus. Like there's a whole lot All of stuff. All the things that you talked about either feel like the stuff that is on top soil or stuff that is very expensive. No, it's not. It is, there's a mentality that vegetables are expensive, but they're not. No, but the, the bougie vegetables are expensive. Like, mm, let's be honest. Who, like, no. do you know what? Like, Lil Wayne once said, you, you know you've got money when asparagus is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Okay, to be fair, though, a punnet of sp- asparagus goes for free. No, but let's be honest, though. Do you think mm. that it's, do you think that one of the reasons why people are not being fulfilled or like people like staying really single for so long is because they really don't want to change for anyone? As compared to back in the day where our parents, I think they used to be, they used to be open to compromise a lot. Because I kind of feel like people really don't want to bend for anyone now. And I feel like it's to their own detriment. It's a bit of both. Um, so people don't want to change too much. You feel that people should just accept them for who they are and what they are, mm. no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, as a human, in order to grow, you need to change. And that change might be brought about by um, developing or um, engaging in things that other people, that your you human likes. Mm-hmm. So vegan is like on the extreme end of life but it would be great for you to implement and um incorporate some of their eating habits into yours so if you think it's generally disgusting to eat meat uh you are going to have to eat meat anyway 
or you're just going to just cook meat if you're going to be the one who I takes mean, care I of know, the cooking. I know people who don't mind cooking it, but they won't eat it. What happens with the kids when the kids come through? I think, hey. Because, you know, everyone's like, let's just let them decide what they want or we'll take care of it when it gets there. But I kind mm-hmm. of feel like there has to be a standard though. Yeah, but then you set that standard more too. What do you think would be the best standard? But I like bacon. You, you like that meat though? It's such a determined. Um, Just your mind. Bad joke. Let's keep going. A very bad joke. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think for me, it would be a matter of Finding a balance, making sure that what balance can you find when the other guy won't eat meat and yeah, I woke up, but true good for the child. Yeah. This is not about the person. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> and the grazer. That's what you call a vegan who likes the internet. What? A browser. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. I just made that up. <sighs> that was a good pun. That was really good. That was really I just good. Really will appreciate yeah, that. Come on, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was saying, it's about finding balance mm. for the child. Because imagine you're uh, a Catholic and mm. Methodist. That's okay. Catholic and Methodist can get along. Real. like. But which church do you go to? And then where does your child go? Where the beat rocks better. <laughs> no, but for me, okay, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna confess, I've been cheating on Methodist. Hey, bruh, listen, everyone is a side church. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a side church, I ain't gonna lie. It provides me the things that my church doesn't provide. You see for what me. I'm saying? But yeah. then there are things. But then where... I keep my main church the main church. Like, I will show it love. Yeah, but then for the child, which then is the main church? I think I think for kids, like what, what really should happen is you get to an age where you decide. Like I feel like by the time a child goes to varsity, they can mm-hmm. decide which church they want to go yeah, to. But Kasha, zero to 18 is, is um, a long ass time. I feel like where the, 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 the church which probably provides the best childhood, um, the best child uh, learning if church is the thing. So some, some churches have got a generally better Sunday school than other churches, mm-hmm. right? Or, or maybe maybe you want, because I would think that in church you want your child to be to be more Bible-based, to have like a sound understanding in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Some churches are not so biblical. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of like, I, I, I don't know which ones, but I'm saying, hey, listen, I ain't going to be out here <laughs> talking about nobody. It's okay, we playing the same. Hey, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, listen. So I just kind of feel like the way, I feel like every child needs a sound grounding in the Bible. Yes, before, which they can get from home. Which they can get from home as well. But mm-hmm. then you also need a place where you can congregate with other people. So I feel like the parents need to decide where the, the, the goals that they want for the child by the time they decide to choose their own church should be the place where they go into Sunday school. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, time, time, kuna moms. <laughs> when I say kuna moms is uh-huh. because mothers being mothers, listen, she birthed the kid. Mothers yes. got like a really different connection. I have seen fathers. Uh, like, like be more Adam with their kids at church because I'm mm-hmm. a school teacher, you know. Yes. But I know there's a certain connection that mothers have, especially when the kids are younger. So where the mother's probably going to be, imagine like a baby, you know, the little ECD class. Yeah, something. but I'm saying, Kuti, you said the church that has the most sound uh, teaching experience for a child. Yes. Right. But my thing is, there's different elements to that. Like for me, I can, I, I, I would like to appreciate the confirmation process and 
whatever that the Catholic Church brings. It's very the intense. Catechism. Yes, catechism yeah. is very, very intense. And mm. I think there's a certain level of Bible that's that's there. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Methodist. I promise you, when I was confirmed, our exam, mm. in quotes, was we literally just sat in a circle and he was asking us one random questions and that's basically it and he went out and we were confirmed the next Sunday. I don't know about you guys. Mine was rigorous. <laughs> mine was rigorous. Um, yes, mine, mine was rigorous. I, I'm glad I was brought up in the church that I was brought up in. because mm, As am I. Yeah, like Sunday school is lit in Methodist Sunday. Yes. Come on, man. Shout out to all the Sunday school teachers in Methodist church. Yeah, but I stay saying mm. there's certain things, again, same way that you have a side church that um, fulfills certain things never do when that it's... with actual human beings guys never <laughs> <laughs> don't um, there's things as well that a Catholic and a Methodist church would then complement but yes. I think like because Lent. the doctrine mm. is not completely the same yeah I mean like the way that he, the, oh, yeah, in Bomira Pizza point hey because the doctrine isn't the same, do you not r- run the risk of confusing the child? Because this, 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 this uh, argument is also going to then apply to that vegan versus meat uh, carnivore situation. I think this is why I always want children to have a sound knowledge in biblical stuff. Like, because uh, doctrine can be doctrine, but the Bible is the Bible. It doesn't change. Like, so if you, if you get a kid to a place where they can like, but no, but how come I want to talk to you saying this, but the Bible is saying that. Like, you know, that's that's what mm. I want the child to have. So they can actually say like, you know, okay, so why is a church X, the doctrine is this, but the Bible seems to say that. But as long as they've got the sound Bible knowledge, like in-depth Bible knowledge, right? Then I have got a, I've got this strong uh, sense of, that they'll have this strong sense of awareness mm-hmm. of the world that is going outside them. So why do we do communion? They need to learn it from the Bible. Like, why do we do, why do we not eat pork? They need to learn from that. From, well, why don't we not eat pork? Like, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But if they've got a, if they've got a star sound, like, grounding in the Bible, then it's cool. Like, they can really, like, extrapolate. I know it's kids, but that's what we try to do when we teach our kids. Mm. Anyway, so let's get back to the show, Andy. Yes. What are we talking about next after we break? uh, Listen, we'll get there. All right, cool. You retweeted something that I found really interesting, right? So this guy called Big Timber, Bagy Timber. He said, tweeted that treasonous charges faced by Zim men. One, they said, we don't bath. Two, we don't dress well. Three, we aren't circumcised. Four, we don't give hint. Then five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you retreat and said, Leo Mel. Which four, of course, like, if you're Shauna, like, yeah, was that stingy. Are we really that stingy? Like, is it a real thing? I mean, all I know is Zim guys are stingy because they're trying to, like, put money for a Lobola fund to marry Yao. Oh, really? Yes. Like, this is why we don't give you anything now. But how bad is it? I think that's horrible. You can't, you can't, you cannot say that, um, you couldn't take me for lunch because you're putting money towards the Hell yeah! The like, car costs money. No, that's, that's that's rubbish. Like I I I don't know if um, this is something that's come up over the years because of the economy or it's just a, a natural thing or it's a bulao thing. But I, I always get the sense that you know the men are are. When I look at my experiences with non-Zimbabwean men, there's been many instances where you, um, there's many instances where, um, you know, you, you go out with a, with a bunch of guys 
And you don't have to worry. You don't even have to think about, do I have a purse? How much is it going to cost? We want, we want you to be self-sustenant, right? <laughs> we want you to be able to live on your own. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that um, if there's a clear definition of what a man's role is, what a woman's role is, there would be less of, of the drama because then on one end of the spectrum, it's okay, are our men providers? And then how do we as the women treat them as providers? providers yeah. I, I, I grew up in a very, um, a different home. Mm. So um, my mother works more than I would say my father. Mm. Um, when I say works more, my father has his own business and my mother's employed. So mm. she spends more hours at work than, mm. um, than, than he would most, most likely do. Yeah. Than he would most likely do. And um, as far back as I can remember, even as a child, my dad has always paid, played the role of mom-dad. Mm. He's the one who would take us to school. He's the one who would attend our school activities and all these other things. Because he had the time to be able to exactly. do that. He had yeah. the flexibility yeah. and, and, and the time to, to do that. Now, one would then argue because he does all those things, then perhaps my mother who chooses to spend so many hours at work should then be the breadwinner. Mm. But that's not the case. Like My fees were still paid by my father. A lot of the provision, we still look at him as a provider. Mm. Um, so I, and because of my upbringing and, and, and it's not, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all for everyone. Mm. I've always looked as a, at the man as a provider and not just a financial provider, a provider of many other things like, um, a provider of safety as a provider of comfort and, and, um, a holistic sort of, of provision. So when we say you were maybe it starts off with small things like you may not buy me lunch, but, you can also be stingy with your time. You can be stingy with your emotions. And I think the back of it rests on you because you have this mindset of not giving in general. You just it becomes very difficult to give anything else. else. But but sometimes like I, w- I wonder like it's sometimes as if girls want everything. So you want us to sort of not accept because we have we are supposed to accept it. There's the new I would call it the renaissance of what the woman is, mm-hmm. right? Like she can do anything a guy can do, except like pee with an actual, you know, joystick, right? Um, which for some, you can actually do that. But it's as if you you want us to be providers and just don't want to play the role that we used to play classically when we were providers. So if guys are the provider, what are girls? What's their role? No, no, no. It's not to say guys are the provider. Like when I say, let's go back again to my you or made statement, mm-hmm. Right. If you take me out on a date, that doesn't mean that the next time we go for lunch, you have to pay for it again. But if consistently there's a mindset, because like I said, it's more than just you don't want to give me money, but it's a mindset where you, a giving person is consistently thinking of what they can give, right? And in the same way, I think that it's the women's role to give in return. And so we may not give flowers because men don't necessarily want flowers, right? Yep. But um, there's things that I can give, like... Um, they, I, I really want to hear the answer to this one. <laughs> what can you give? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. 
obviously there has to be a balance, right? It's, mm. it's, not, it's not a take, take, take situation. It's not a buy me airtime, buy me lunch, buy me a phone. Fix me here. And, and you see, maybe that's my problem where I've, I've never really looked at a, um, a male partner, someone who's supposed to pay for my hair to be done or my nails because those are things that I can do for myself. But you know what? Send me flowers because I like them. Mm. Um, you know. Just be a cool guy. Be thoughtful, because I will also be thoughtful in 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 return to to you. I'll do cool, sweet things for you. What's the best gift you've ever given? Oh wow! Like when you like, you know, when you buy a gift, you like, you know, this is more for me than for you. I'm just happy that I was able to think about it. This See, way. that's that's the thing. I'm 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 not a giver of um, gifts that have materialistic value. I love to give experiences, and um, <laughs> and by experience, I I mean in terms of. Um, I will learn a person and I'll know what they really like or enjoy. And then I'll go out of my way to give them that um, experience. So, so let's just say you're a soccer fan, right? right? Um, my gift to you wouldn't be box seats at... at uh, Emirates. Right. But, but perhaps maybe I would get you a, a regular ticket, but I, I would make sure it's in line with, with, with what I want. Yeah. So what, why, why were you throwing champagne on men's then? Hmm? Like you threw champagne on someone. I don't know if that was Bay over New Year's. Um, there was champagne all over the dude. I don't know. Was that an experience? Did you really like getting that champagne? Like, I don't know. No, not at all. So literally, like there was a, a, a bottle of champagne and, um, it wasn't open. So we were having a conversation, a really deep in, in conversation and all the stuff. And then I looked out the window and fireworks. And then I looked at my phone and it was... Um, zero, 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 zero. It was actually 12.01. So we'd actually missed uh, midnight. And I literally popped it and... All over the guy's face. Yeah. Aish. Happy New Year! Oh it wasn't throwing champagne in it in a fighting way. It was mm. just a moment of excitement, I guess. That's pretty cool. Now, um, you can't, we can't talk about Tandy without talking about, um, I didn't know that you actually were a, a model, like you did pageantry. Mm-hmm. I first saw you as a person who traveled a lot. Like, <laughs> I thought really, literally, if I call it a claim to fame, was the fact that you travel a lot, like you're a travel blogger, because you always like show the different places that you've been at. And I was caught by something that was really unique on your blog. And you talked a lot about this term called umuganda. Mm-hmm. From Umaganda, from Rwanda, I think. Umaganda, oh, yeah. So sometimes when you look at when you, all the places you've gone to, mm-hmm. right, and when you look at this, which is typically like coming together in a common purpose to achieve an outcome, which is that like it's been institutionalized in the government of Rwanda, mm-hmm. right, and and even the even the president has got a time that he sits down and does a day of work. Right. If you could change something, like because I know you're really much about the youth is a lot. Mm-hmm. When you look at what other young people are doing outside the country, and then you look back at what we're doing here, where do we sort of need to shift? If there's only one radical thing that we are missing that we need to do, what would that be? Given the fact that you've traveled all over, like what well, at least I think a lot. See, maybe my challenge has always been that I don't think the youth need to shift anything. Mm. I think they need to be given a platform and an opportunity to actually show what they are able to do. So you've given Rwanda as um, an example. So the Rwandese government is not necessarily made up of people who are under the age of 35. But what they have done is they have people in position of leadership who 
are constantly in contact with Indeed. young people, yeah. right? That's why you find that um, in the ease of doing business report, Rwanda is like up there in 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 Africa. And as a matter of fact, it it takes you can register a business within like a couple of, of minutes, right? Wow. I would like to believe that was an innovation that came from a young person. Because where a young person said, you know what? I'm going to develop this um, technological thing and uh, because of the advancement, we can go from having paper records for company registration and make it something you can do in minutes, mm-hmm. right? So I notice, if you, if you look at social media, there's consistently things that young people are doing, things that are great, mm-hmm. right? But then beyond perhaps maybe... Um, NGOs and embassies listening to them, giving them opportunities to travel abroad. Um, like I'll, I'll give a, an, an example. There's uh, Simba Murillo, right? Mm-hmm. Simba Murillo has been doing so much to do with uh, solar energy. So, yeah, yeah. I actually met him a few years ago and um, it, it was the time of Miss Earth and he was talking to me about, you know, the emergence of solar and going green and planting and all that other stuff. Um, yet in all the years that he was doing that, there's never been attention to him from our government. Mm. There's never been uh, a sort of focus on him from 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 from, from the, the powers that can actually change the policies and regulations exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Whereas, if you see what he has been able to achieve by going out there into the world, like he gave a presentation to uh, Vladimir uh, Putin, Putin yeah. in, in 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 Russia, but the outside world recognizes his talent more than our local um, country does. Mm where if we had given him an opportunity five years ago, some of these tenders that went to certain, certain people, people whose names we won't mention could have been stuff that could have been channeled towards him. So um, I think that they, we are missing out on an opportunity to use the, um, the capacity that young people have mm. to um, strengthen our systems. We do not necessarily have to have... Um, 35-year-olds as our ministers, but there could be um, collaboration between young minds and those with wisdom in, 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 in shaping the conversation. And look, we're a population that's made up of young people. Yeah, um, that was almost 70%. 70% yeah. of the Zimbabwean population is under the age of 35, and yet we are not involved in any decision-making roles in, in, in the country. And... Um, Perhaps as a last thing, I, I would then say, when we look at the political framework of, of Zimbabwe, because those in politics seem to be the ones who, who shape policy and, 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 and the way that it goes, that it is my hope that the generation of um, youth politicians who are sort of like praise singers to leadership ends, that mm. these young um, independent candidates who are coming up we're talking about they want to do this for their community, that they can keep that fire going and that we as young people can also support them in their endeavors such that they can set an example so that the next generation of young people come through and they're like, you know, I, um, in 2018, so-and-so ran as an independent candidate and mm-hmm. they won and this was the effect that they had for, for five years. Yeah. Therefore, I also want to step into that role and I want to do this and this and this for other young people. Because if, if we have young people in parliament, perhaps maybe they might finally have an opportunity to speak for us and to speak towards what um, matters to, to, to young people. 
Okay, sorry, so I, listen. So, Nyasha and Nayaka Ofe were talking about the rules to having a side church, right? And I'm saying rules to a side church is you can't, whatever you do with this other church, you can't go to the main service. Not going to the main, not going to the main service to your side church is like sleeping over at your side chick's house when you've got a wife. Ooh. Ooh. That's bad. But listen, like I was explaining. You can't be there for the main thing. Mm-mm. Let me explain. Just want to divorce. Like Kevin Hart. Mm. So I've got a friend. She's new in town. Mm. And um, she needs a church. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a church on night. Don't look at me like but that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. So new friend in town. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. New friend in town. And she needs a church. And for me, like because I know my friend Methodist was not going to cut it for her. Okay. Right. One different one, strokes for different folks. Yes. Different hymns for different themes. Y- yes. Different. No, stop. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so we're like, okay, fine. Let's go see and if I can deposit you at New Life. Mm. Right. And then they were starting a series. Mm. Right. On seizing your vision and whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it spoke deep down to my soul. But not to her. I mean, no, it did speak to her as well. Mm. But I'm saying I was really because it's such a relevant thing at this present moment in time in my life where I'm at. Mm. So I said, I was like, okay, fine, let's finish the series and then I'll go back to Methodist. So it's like, have you gone back to Methodist? This is the third Sunday tomorrow. Well, yesterday, but this is exactly what happens because the side church will start giving you all the nice, nice things before you start knowing the church politics. Mm. Once you then get in, then they call you to some youth, then you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much politics. I don't want to be this church anymore. Do you know what? Why why was I even cheating on my first church in the first place? You see, the rules to a side church is you don't get too involved in the other church. And I, (laughs) there is no church without politics. Yeah, there's no shit about politics. So let's get back to Tandy Moringa real quick. That's pretty cool. And you care a lot about young people. Um, you, I, I, I don't know if you'd like to be called a socialite, but like when you just look at the stuff that you've done in your career, I've noticed that there's this, when you look at notoriety versus relevance, right? In as much as you're in a position, so you do radio, you've done all these pageants, I know you from the social media and, you know, I've seen you hanging out with some of the coolest people, like, you know, from a distance, right? So you could choose to just move with that. Like, it's going to be popular as it's going to be my, it's what my band's going to be. But you have done a lot of really cool things which are more relevant than popular. You got 2,500 trees planted in, what, five days? Yeah. Right? I mean, you didn't, like, a, like a campaign for pads before pads campaigns were popular and like now like a lot of people are doing it which is cool but you were one of the first people to actually do that right, right. when I was in university in university right and you also like, I don't know like with, with tech with kids as well mm-hmm. what brings you to that how do you find that line where did you have to make that decision to say listen I can be popular mm-hmm. I'm a pretty girl I, I've got the resume to prove it. I'm a quote-unquote beauty queen, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of people actually just take that angle. Like, this is going to be beautiful for a living, which is not bad, mm-hmm. right? It gives a lot of rights. But then, I, mean, I don't think beauty is, is like everlasting. Everlasting, like, at least aesthetic beauty <laughs> is, is not everlasting. Right. It's, it's really all in the inside. But with you... We're seeing these young girls, they're coming for us. They're coming for us. <laughs> come on, man, come on. So why may you choose, like, more of the more relevant background work and stuff? You know, um, I, I have been lucky enough in, in my upbringing to, to grow up in a home where, it, that's why I use the word giving a lot, mm. where 
it, 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 um, I remember even as a child, my, my mother would take us to, to King George, um, the children's own KG6, uh, the, the, the school for children the, with, yeah, with disabilities. And then there was another place, I'm, I'm forgetting the name now, but it's also another place with, with, with children who actually have mental um, um, disability. So we'd always go and volunteer there and just help out as children. Mm-hmm. And so that was a seed that was planted as a child. And then when I got to, to high school, um, I wasn't the most athletic person, but... But you're uh, tall! <laughs> and I'm tall. I played basketball because I was tall. Yeah. I didn't play basketball because I was the best. Yeah. Um, but then, um, because I... And also, I don't have an interest in sports. I just don't care. Um, but then... Um, then I got into things like Interact mm. and um, many other things. Um, my school was very focused on helping those in need, helping those in need. So that's where it started. And um, I was lucky enough to to be an exchange student, a rotary exchange student. And you know, um, rotary is service about self. Mm-hmm. So over the years, this was developing in me and it really just became a way of, of life. I didn't even think about it. It's, 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 it's sort of like, um, it just kicks in. Like it's, it's not something that I'm consciously um, thinking on or pondering on, like, oh, I need to help them or I need to do this. But whenever I see a need, I'm, I'm naturally inclined to say, how, how can we help? How can we fix this? Mm. And if we can't fix it, who's the person that we can approach who can um, fix that? So I've had the privilege to say that um, maybe perhaps for over 25 years of, of my life, there's always been a period where I've been able to help other people. And I get so much satisfaction from that. And not because I, I get acknowledged for it, but, you know, we, we, um, we are raised differently. We come from very different backgrounds. And I'm lucky enough that I've never had want in my life um, mm. What I've needed has been provided for, and I've had a roof over my head. I've had loving parents. I've I've been stable. You know, like mm. the, there's a lot of things that we take for granted. So to sort of be able to bring that same sort of stability to other people, that gives me satisfaction. And like you said, um, I find the other side of it, like even being called a socialite and all those things, it's exhausting because... Not that it's bad. No, no, no. It's not bad at all. But Mm. uh, for me as a Mm. person, it's exhausting because you then have to keep up appearances. And I'm I'm not great at keeping up appearances. I, I... I would rather be myself. And myself is just a cool, relaxed person. And where we can make a difference, let, let's make a difference. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Now you're making a difference. You've got what's called Tandy Mooninga Management Incorporated. Right. Um, just to kind of like, you know, I really, I personally don't like talking about the one thing that a lot of people know about. So a lot of people know about you being a beauty. Like, Google, you'll find out. Right. Like, top eight, Philippines. Come on, man. Come on. Right. But TMA man. You, that's doing a lot for people in skies. Like, uh, I would think skies is going through, not just skies, like Zim, is going through like a creativity meets um, business sustainability sort of revolution mm-hmm. going on. So what's your piece of cake? What, what, what's your place in the sky with TMMI? It, it's, so TMMI came about for me in that um, the time I decided I was going to do a pageant, mm-hmm. I had to think of what brand did I want to put out there. Mm-hmm. And as you rightfully said, I could have gone with the brand of I'm beautiful, I'm this and I'm that, right? Mm-hmm. But um, because of knowing myself, I realized that that was not a brand that was going to be sustainable and would work for me. And so 
I had to develop my own brand and stay true to the brand that I had created and be consistent to that. It wasn't really, it's not like I woke up and it, it was natural. When I was doing it, I wasn't doing it as a business, but it was like thinking consistently, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to develop a blog. Mm. My blog used to be called Beauty with a Purpose before. Mm. And, you know, that blog was very consistent in in in. What, what I managed to create in the time was if you Googled me, it would be very consistent. Okay, this person's done this and this and this and this. And therefore, mm. this is what makes them the best candidate to be the next Miss Earth or the next whatever mm. the, the case is. And so I, I found that there's a lot of young people who seem talented in certain areas of their life, but don't really know in which direction they want to go with their talent. Mm. Where... Um, you're, you're sort of trying to follow the the, the, the the status quo, you know. Let's give an example. Um, when you look at Bonal, mm. because Bonal was on radio and then she went on television, then she became this brand ambassador for all these big brands. And, mm. you know, Bonal lives a really lavish life, right? Mm. And it's very aspirational and it's great and we applaud her for that. But not everyone is Bonal. So the next radio star might not necessarily blow up and be like Bonal mm. or might not necessarily be the face or the brand of, of, of certain things. But how can you use your talent and what you have in line with your personality, your character, and where you want to be in the future mm. to sort of brand yourself in a, um, in a positive um, way? And also then tying in with brand management communications, like to then be able to create profiles for individuals or companies where there's... Um, management of their public relations as well as comms. Mm. A lot of the times, a lot of stuff comes out and we're all cringing. Like, wow. do they have someone to... Like, like the H&M situation. But that's, that's all just international. That's international. Yeah, yeah, but but even locally, yeah. Even locally. So there's, there's small things that can be done, you know, when, when there's an era in a certain place. Let's put out something in, in the Chronicle. Let's put out a statement in the newspaper, something that local people will read. Or to say, you know what, because of the brand that you're building, you may not want to always go onto social media and rant in this direction or, or do mm, that. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's managing of personalities and certain um, company brands to, to build like a holistic uh, sort of um, view. That's pretty cool. Any people that you're, like, that you're proud of? <laughs> you don't want to say it right now. No. Like, yeah, um, under your brand. I, I mean, I won't mention names right now because mostly I've been dealing with companies. Okay. So the, the work I've been doing with companies is internal comms and some of the stuff is not stuff that has to, to on the outside. Yeah, yeah. to be on the outside. But um, it is, in fact, with a lot of individuals, it's even come down to a point where it becomes mentorship more than a, a business, business client um, sort of relationship. Yeah. Ma'am, it's been cool. Um, I'm super glad I finally got to meet you, right? And you're actually on the ground and you're not flying. Um, I don't know, like, there's so much to you that, I, like, people should just follow you and figure it out because it's, it's actually, like, really entertaining. Like, oh, so she went there. One day, it's going to be me. Oh, she traveled oh, yeah. there. She's flying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start I, I think it's really cool because, you know, what? we get to see the world from your eyes. And then at least when you do talk about it, it's not just about the, the glam, but the actual concrete stuff, which is why... You know, I, lo I love to travel and um, I've been blessed to be able to, to do it. Mm. And as a kid, like, um, I mean, I thought, should I be an air hostess? Like, I just always thought, whatever I do as an adult, mm. I want to travel the world because 
for me, traveling is less so much the places and the buildings and the, the fancy. I love to meet people. Mm. And when I go to a new place and I can sit down and, and talk to people and know about them, then it's a take home for me. And, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a wonderful experience. Just um, in December, at the end of December, there was a school play at my, my niece's school. So I was there and there was a couple. They were from the Congo. Mm. Um, I could tell from their their their, their, yeah. their accent, and so I sat down and you know I started chatting to the lady and I was like, oh, I hear you're from DRC, and she's like, yeah, I am, but I'm not from Kinshasa, and so then I asked, which part are you from? Yeah. And then um, she told me where she was from, and I and she was like, yeah, but it's not known. Yeah. I was like, I've been there, yeah. and it was a shock to her system, like what. what you doing there? I was like, well, you know, I had the opportunity to travel uh, work-related, but I've been there. And then to, to start to, 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 for her to explain, you know, this, this happened and this happened. And then to be able to understand her on that level without stereotypes, because when we think DRC, we, we just think of, you know, it's a war-torn nation. And then yet the part of the country that I visited where she's from beautiful. is beautiful. The people are wonderful and, and all these things. So I, I think that mostly traveling helps us understand people, but it also helps us understand ourselves. Mm. That's, that's dope, man. Like, I don't know, like call us on one of these journeys, man. We need to travel, but it's been cool, Tandy. You're an amazing person and you're doing great stuff and your radio show is doing dope as well, talking politics and whatever. Chris plugged me too, like Tandy, so shout out to you, Chris. Hey, wherever hey, you are right hey, now. Hey, Chris, we see you. We see you living your best life hey, out there. Look at him, look at him. But that's beautiful. So where can people actually get to hear, talk to you, communicate with you everywhere? Um, I mean, I'm very consistent. Mm. I'm Tandy Moringa on all my social media. No more D-Baby. You know, D-Baby, like I've always said, D-Baby came from when I was in university. There was um, this boy. He was a neighbor of mm. mine. So he'd always sit by his porch. You know, like in American movies, like mm. people were sitting by the porch. He would just chill there the whole day. That was creepy. Um, no, but they were basketball players, so they would sit there, and as people walk past, they'd talk to them and, mm. and all this stuff. And so every time I'd go past, he'd be like, hey, baby. Hey. Hey, baby. Hey. And so when Twitter started, um, I actually wanted my Twitter handle to be Tandy Baby. Hey. It was a bit long, so I just put D Baby. And then you came to Tandy Moringa. Like all grown up, look at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's Tandy Moringa on all social media. All social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Everywhere. Everywhere. And then on radio? Like when can people actually get to listen to it? Um, my show is every Thursday, mm. the engagement from mm. 7.30 until 9 p.m. What do you guys talk about? Um, from 7.30 until 8, we have election talk. And then between 8 and 9, it varies. So it's current affairs, anything that's trending, um, We'll discuss that. You're going to run for office one day? I don't think so. Do a young independent, uh, fuzzy, my hairy type. I don't know. Maybe, but um, I doubt it. I, I, I think that I am able to contribute to um, society without doing mainland politics. But I do support all those who are running, and I wish them all the best. Regardless of whatever party they are doing. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not about it's not parties. Yeah, it's not, it's not about parties. It's about your goal and how you plan to achieve those those goals. Dope stuff, man. Listen, style icon, um, fashion person, big brains and auntie to ZZ and queen of skies and queen of the skies. Thank you so much for yeah, joining I, I, us. I think, I think that that has to be the, the first thing 
We're a formidable team. They, no, you really are. You really are. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, guys, so that was it. This is guys, guys. Come through to the homeland. I later. Oh. Wait. Oh. My love. What are you doing? Has been changed. By your love. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not be this weird person? We're what? not high enough. Hey. ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่
Right. What would have been logical is you say, ah, baby, okay, you weren't supposed to be snooping, but ah, baby, you know what? Your phone was accident. It accidentally fell into my eyes and mm. I saw these things. Mm-hmm. So what's up? And then you're like, ah, you know what? No, I got a sister who's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm. So why because holding, now you what, out here in the streets looking stupid. Why were you holding your sister on the waist like that? That's your sister. Oh wait, was the so, picture? I don't know because I'm saying things like these days, guy. You know, it like, wasn't. I think it was just the woman and the kids. Yeah, it's like I guess. You don't jump to conclusions. Just don't jump into. Conclusions. Don't jump. You can't jump into. No, that's what they wrote. You think my English was two. bad? Just jumped into conclusions. Yeah, but it's two. Of course, it's jump. I'm just copying what was on the tweet. That's not no. Listen, you, you read it uh, as it was. Just, now you speak I'm proper English character. as the queen intended. All right. Thank you. Two. I-A-L-T-S. We can see you. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening to Nina and the other guys. This has been the show. Thank you, Tandi Moringa, for jumping on the show on um, Hustle and Grow. And we know this, this episode was very ratchet, but hey, listen. It wasn't that ratchet. I think we we covered the base. We talked about sex. Mm, crazy, crazy people we in relationships. We talked about sex. No, we didn't talk about sex. <laughs> and then we talked about church. <laughs> we talked about raising a family. I think we covered the bases, you know. Yes, raising a family has a lot to do with like sexual intercourse before. Yeah, but we didn't talk about that. All right, cool. Just saying. Just make sure that if you are... Wrap it up. No. What? Abstinence. No, but you can't be having sex and then abstain. No, I'm saying if you are doing it in marriage, still keeping with the theme of church, guy. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> Bye, guys. On online everywhere. Nook Nation on Twitter. Nyasha Timbeza. What? No. Yes. Nyasha dot Timbeza on Instagram. Nyasha underscore Timbeza on Facebook. What? No. On Twitter. Oh, my God. This is why you're <laughs> single, bro. You can't even give out the right details. That's offensive. <laughs> Although I did put the wrong number on my... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a story for another day. But uh, the point is, I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook, I am what, on, who's number, on Twitter. What, what, it? You will see Nyasha Timbeza. Wait, whose number? Who's, what, did, what happened? Look, it was a bank form. It was supposed to be, I was supposed to be my dad's number and mm. I put my number. I don't know what so was supposed to happen. you've been stacking up that many of us. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> I guess, see you later. Bye. And now. Capital 263.